So we're at the Eden Project in Cornwall, and with me I've got Mark Patterson. For those people who don't know the Eden Project, could you just briefly outline the main buildings that you've got on site and what the function of those are? Yes, indeed. The Eden Project is an educational charity. We are sitting some 60 metres below ground level in what was an open pit clay mine. What we had was the visitor centre and then moving through the visitor centre, reaching the, the lip of the pit and looking down into the landscaped outside temperate bile, the link building, so-called because it links to both of our covered greenhouses, the humid tropics and the warm temperate. And when you say greenhouse, you don't just mean any old greenhouse. I'm taking to understand that the, the largest greenhouses in the world. Yes, greenhouses is a relative term. <laughs> they are the largest display greenhouses in the world. The humid tropics biome is at maximum height 55 metres, the warm temperate 35 metres. They are impressive and if they appear large on the outside, just you wait until you're on the inside, they appear even larger once again. From an educational standpoint, they are a treat to have as classrooms, no doubt about that. So perhaps, Mike, can we go down and have a look at one of the domes now? Oh, absolutely. We're now heading into the entry to the rainforest biome. Double doors are about to open, Carlton, and I'm already taking off my top layer. You can feel the heat and humidity oh, as we walk through. Yes, it's, uh, it's very, very hot in here, isn't it? Instantly you're into the tropics. Wow, this uh, is sensational. Now, whereabouts are we going to head to then, Mike? We're going to walk up to the next display of Malaysia, specifically Sabah. Let's head there then. We've arrived at this very, very impressive looking palm, but on the way we've come across a number of different plants that people might uh, well recognise from the course. I see we've, had, we've got vanilla and coffee and cocoa. We've got an African oil palm that I saw as we walked past, and also a rubber tree and some sugar cane as well. It's a very, very biodiverse habitat that you've got here. The display is biodiverse, absolutely. And as for the palm directly above us, it's a wonderful specimen. The individual leaves coming out from the central trunk and it's a palm that has a leaf structure like a fan. There's a very large surface area of a central leaf and almost a metre across and a metre in depth. The individual parts of the leaf are very pointed towards the end. If we pull the leaf down and have a look at it, particularly the main section of the leaf, we have a water droplet there running off as, as we look at it. You can see that it is triangulated all the oh, way across. Yes. Imagine opening up a Japanese fan and you get that triangulation found in nature because it's an inherently strong shape. The benefit from a photosynthetic standpoint is that as the sun moves through its arc, so it will be hitting the surface area in a maximum capacity throughout the day. But I mentioned that water droplet, we're in a tropical forest, a rainforest environment. Moisture is one of the great environmental factors that plants get more than enough of, so they have to be able to disperse it, make sure they don't build up a saturated soil around the root system and anaerobic condition. And what is so exciting about seeing this leaf is by looking across to the Malaysian house here, being in the Sabah display, what do we look up at? But a corrugated roof, a corrugated iron roof, and there we are mimicking the shapes found in this leaf structure, a natural guttering system built into the corrugated roof surface as well. That's quite clever, using the same design that nature employs. We've walked around the rest of this rainforest biome. Can you just tell us a little bit about this area that we're in? We're at the lower level and we're in tropical spices. And I see one of the plants that we're standing next to is a, is a pepper plant. Of course, this is where instant confusion occurs with common names. This is Piper nigrum. This is a climber. 
and it's got um, is it, is that, are those seed pods on the side of it? Yes indeed, what you've spied there are at this stage ripening peppercorns as we would refer to them when we buy them. It is the fruit, green at this stage, they give you that wonderful peppery spicy flavour that we know. Let them fully ripen and, and they'll darken up to black. Ah, so it's not chilli pepper? It's not capsicum and that is by genus your chilli pepper. However, hot capsicum are chilies, and they're measured with the Scoville unit. Sweet peppers are also capsicum but they are not hot and hence often in the UK are referred to as peppers and that's what people buy in the supermarkets or at their local grocer, the green, the orange, the red. So this is all the more reason why Latin names are so important to distinguish between two plants with the same common name but actually botanically they're different. That's exactly right. Common names by their very nature are common but common to whomever, wherever you happen to be at the time and that creates the confusion we've just referred to. It's been absolutely fascinating meeting you Mark. Thank you very much indeed for your time. You're most welcome. Thank you.